It's not what I call homely, said the old cook, standing in the doorway of the spare bedroom at Beckfoot and looking at an enormous skull and crossbones done in black and white paint on two huge sheets of paper and fixed with drawing pins on the wall above the head of the bed. Dot'll think it's just right, said Nancy, who was kneeling on the pillows, putting a last touch to one of the bones. A death's head like that to watch her go to sleep. And she won't like that yellow and black thing either, said Cook, looking at the two flags on little flagstaffs fixed at the foot of the bed. Isn't that what you had out of the window when your face was swollen up with the mumps? It's the L flag, said Nancy, leaning back to get a good look at her work. It does mean leprosy and plague and things like that, but it's the only one we've got handy that's the right size. She won't mind. Under that insect, it's enough to make her think the bed's alive. I don't know where you've seen such things. Not in this house, anyway. It's a scarab, said Nancy. More like a bug, said Cook. Well, it is a bug, really, a sort of bug. It's a beetle, thousands of years old, a sacred beetle, Egyptian. It's the flag for their new boat. I don't know what your mother'll say when she comes back and sees it. And your uncle's room with a death's head, too. Nice way to welcome visitors, it seems to me. It all depends on the visitors said Nancy, scrambling off the bed and joining Cook in the doorway to get a better view. Yes, I think we'll have another skull and crossbones at the foot of the bed. It looks a bit tame without. Hi, Peggy, more paper. I'm going to do another skull for Dorothea and another for Dick as well. So long as you don't drop paint on the carpet, said Cook. I won't. That was only one spot on the pillow. Accident. We'll do the rest of the painting in the garden. All right, Cookie darling, we've promised Mother we're going to be almost sickeningly good. You'll see. Haven't we been good so far? Well, I must say, Miss Ruth, you haven't had much time. Jib-booms, bobstays and battle-axes, exclaimed Nancy. If you call me Ruth again, all right, Miss Nancy. Though Ruth's a nice name, I must say. Not for a pirate, said Nancy. And you know, the only person who calls me Ruth now is the great aunt, and she doesn't count. She even calls Peggy Margaret. I don't what you might say see eye to eye with your Aunt Maria, said Cook. We none of us do, said Nancy, not even Mother or Uncle Jim. Well, Miss Nancy, said Cook. With you doing the housekeeping, if you can take your mind off them death's heads, you'd best be coming into the kitchen like your mother to talk to me about the day's meals. There's that bit of roast mutton, cold. There's the brawn. And I was thinking of a treacle pudding. Oh, bother, said Nancy. I won't start housekeeping till tomorrow. Ask Peggy, or you do just as you like, only no tapioca or sago, never. We can't stand them, and I expect Dick and Dot hate them just as much as we do. Peggy came across the landing with paper for more skulls and crossbones. Here you are, she said. Come and look at Dick's room. The skull and crossbones look fine over Uncle Jim's bed. I wonder he never thought of it himself, 
and I've put the big telescope on the table by the window. Dick'll feel at home right away. You will do the painting in the garden, won't you? said Cook. I'll have to put on a new pillow slip as it is. No need, said Nancy. Dot won't mind. I'll tell her it's a drop of blood gone black. She won't thank you, said Cook, and went off downstairs to her kitchen.